0: Michael show on the air today. Good to be back. Going to be home after a week's worth of travel. I love traveling. I really do. I uh, I, I love getting out and, and seeing everybody. And tomorrow we're going to be back in, in Lacrosse for a cigar dinner. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night. But uh, after the week and really the, the weekend prior and this past weekend, it's just good to be home. It's good to be home, sleeping in your own bed uh you know kind of the comfort of your own cow. there's something very comfortable in your life when you sit down with your own remote control <laughs> does that make sense that there's something very comforting about that and uh, last night i just kind of got home and i went ah oh, and kind of started flipping through channels so something very comforting in that
1: ben how'd you do yesterday Oh, it was good, Bill. A lot of fun. Uh, fun weekend, obviously, with the sweep of the Reds to talk about. And then all yep. of this. The U.S. Open was tremendous. I think it exceeded all expectations. So we and had a really we've fun got day. hypocrisy coming out of the PGA today. Oh, the frauds are showing their faces, Bill. Yes.
0: The hypocrisy of it all. Wow. That was somewhat of a stunner this morning. So we'll get into that. Uh, I, did you see the headline? One of the headlines of the show today over on Twitter or on the uh, on the on the Facebook fan page? No, I missed it. Okay, it is under the heading of "What in the actual f is wrong with people?" I have. I, I sat here and had a conversation last night with a friend of mine. Uh, I got home, and there is two instances. One from golf yesterday, and I be you being our resident golf enthusiast. I am going to ask you a question. And two, I got up early this morning. Um, I had uh, some uh, doctor's appointments this morning, and then I was going to go get my hair cut. Uh, and I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to stop and get my hair cut. And something happened there. I kid you not. I, I, I'm stunned. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with people? So I'm, I'm going to give that coming up here in a little bit. Um, the question I have for you is regarding Brooks Kepka. For those that don't know, Brooks Kepka was outspoken against the Live Tour. Outspoken. Four time major winner, Brooks Kepka. Out- outspoken. And then today he jumps to the Live Tour. I mean, you talk about the ultimate in hypocrisy. After the US Open this past weekend, he uh he ends up saying, Yeah, you know, no problem. Um, Yeah, it, it was at the U.S. Open. Brooks Kepka didn't exactly give a resounding show of support for the PGA Tour. He ripped reporters for asking repeated questions about the Live Tour. He said there's been no other option to this point. So where else are you going to go? I think this kind of sucks. You all are throwing a black cloud over the U.S. Open. It's one of my favorite events. I don't even know why you guys keep doing that. And that's because it's it's topical. You idiot. It's topical it's some of the bigger stars have jumped and why for the money that's the reason they're they're leaving for the money some people think it's wrong others don't okay that's fine no problem but he was outspoken against it this is brooks Kepka talking about the live tour take a listen
1: brooks is it a figure at which you would swap tours does that exist is it as simple
0: as that I haven't given it that much. I mean I haven't given it that much thought. Really? I, re- I mean I was I don't understand. I'm trying to focus on the US Open, man. Like I legitimately don't get it. I'm tired of the liar. conversations, I'm tired of all this liar. stuff. Yo, like I liar. said, you're know, throwing a black cloud on the US Open. I think that sucks. Yeah. I actually do feel bad for him for once. Right. Cuz it's liar. Situation. Just a complete liar. Like, we're here to play and you're talking about some event that happened last week. Well, there's events going to be going on now for the next foreseeable future. I know, but you can't drive a car looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah, liar. Man, what a liar. Wow. And then you know more than get the hell out of the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open in the rearview mirror, and the only thing that's ahead of you is the live tour and the cash. Wow. Just... So Brooks Kepka jumping this morning saying, nah, baby, nah, off he goes.
1: They have it. Were you shocked by this, Ben? No. Given Kepka's character, it really didn't shock me in the grand scheme of things that have shocked me in the golfing world. Like there have been other guys that go over that have really, you know, made me gasp. He, I mean, you've seen the signs. He doesn't like playing that much. He just likes the money <clears throat> and he mm-hmm. likes the majors. I do yep. think it sucks, though. I, I think it sucks that he's a complete fraud in front of a microphone and puts on this facade so the fans kind of like him until he just jets out. I think it sucks for the sport because he's undoubtedly a guy that a lot of people hate, some love, but he's one that, that has had a lot of success and is a big name. The more these big names go, I, I can't just say it's okay, they're going for the money, they're ruining the sport. So it sucks on a lot of fronts, and I'm disappointed in him.
0: There is a level in which eventually, we believe... I mean, the Live Tour is here to stay for quite some time, and we know that. But eventually, something is going to happen. You just hope that whenever this happens, that these guys are young enough to try to come back to the PGA Tour and have to then answer these questions legitimately. I mean, it's... just, my God, the hypocrisy, the lying, just amazing. Now, look, if you're going to go and you're going to do that, eh, go for it. You know, it is what it is. You know, no problem. If if you're just going to be honest about it and say, look, I'm jumping for the money. They're they're paying a lot more money. We're going to go there. Why would we want to stay here? we got to do all this for the PGA. And they don't pay the same amount of purses and on and on and on. Okay, you can respect that. But this guy, what an ass clown. There you go. Um, Wisco, Doldino, the selfish media think they're so high and mighty? Uh, because, um, well, first of all, I don't think we're high and mighty. I think the answer was a lie. Period. That's all it is. And it's not just the media. There's a lot of people in the sport that feel that these guys have basically sold their soul to the devil, and that's exactly what they've done. For certain people that set up this tour, the atrocities that have gone on in Saudi Arabia uh, in in numerous different ways, uh, and people just say it's okay as long as they're paying us. No big deal. So that's why. If you don't understand it, you don't follow it, then it's kind of an ignorant, ignorant statement to hit enter. Uh, so, anyway, I just think it's, you know. And, again, we're coming down on Kepka because Kepka was the guy that said, no way, he was, he was like, preaching against the Live Tour. That's where the hypocrisy comes from, just so we're clear on that. Uh 867 if you want to hit us up, feel free. Um... Give us a shout. Uh, No problem. Otherwise, you can hit us up over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben C. Kenny. You can find Ben there. Uh, You can also follow us on Facebook fan page uh, at The Bill Michaels Show, the YouTube channel. Always a great place to find us. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. I highly encourage you, if you want to listen to the program continuously, download the app. Download the app uh, on your uh, Apple iTunes Store on the Google Play Store whatever it happens to be go in and just find The Zone Madison Z O N E Madison and uh, our flagship station you can also download the app and listen to us anywhere and everywhere so that was the big news of the day out of the world of golf that's that's uh, a little bit i i'm again not shocked but the fact that he was rather emphatic about the 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 live tour not being the place to go to now jump ship and then uh, are you happy that Nick Faldo Ben is retiring from the CBS Sports booth?
1: <laughs> I mean, so Kepka comes out during the Open, and we heard it. He said, "Why are you guys putting a black cloud on the on the U.S. Open?" I can't believe Kepka's putting a black cloud on Faldo stepping down. I mean right. as a as a passionate viewer of the sport, I think it's the best news I could have ever gotten. <laughs> I thought you might say and that. I'm like uh, <laughs> listen, I like him, but I he's unbearable on the broadcast. Yeah. So Trevor Immelman is stepping in. I love Trevor. So that was great news. And then Kepka threw a black cloud on it. Right.
0: Yeah, I uh, I saw that and
1: I thought, ah, oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh that's
0: that's I, I'm sure you're doing some kind of happy dance somewhere. <laughs> Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. You can hit us up. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, just a lot of golf stuff going on. And then obviously the Brewers, and that was the big news yesterday, uh, over the weekend when, uh, Locaine, uh, DFA'd. And uh, they, they Brewers have been winning. They sweep the Cincinnati Reds. They get a win last night. The return of uh, Josh Hader to the lineup last night comes in, does his job. Uh, they get a hard-fought 2 to nothing win. And all of a sudden you look at the Brewers and you go, okay, a week ago when we were talking, they had just gotten a win. Uh, they were heading to Cincinnati. We were kind of hoping for the best there. And you thought, oh, boy, they, if they would lose a couple to the Reds, oh, man. All of a sudden, by the time they come out of the weekend and last night, things have changed dramatically because when we last talked, they were two games back in the standings. Today, they come back, they're a game up. They have retaken the lead in the National League Central, one game over the St. Louis Cardinals, 39-30. and 30. They're only uh, six games now behind the uh, best record in the National League, that's 45-24, and 24, held by the New York Mets. They're only a game behind the West leader that is the L.A. Dodgers. So things are trending in the right direction for the Milwaukee Brewers. Although the uh, team that leads all of baseball and wins right now is the dreaded New York Yankees. They are the empire of evil. They're at 50-17. and 50-17. So there you have it. Um, so, I, you know, look, the, the Brewers... They've started to hit. They've got timely hitting. The pitching has somewhat come back. It's that's been good. But the we talked about Lorenzo Cain last week, and the um how, how do I put this? The numbers that he was putting up, and we talked about this in the sense that I thought they'd get to the All Star break and just tell him, you know, hey, what you, you know, what we need this roster spot. If you're not going to pick it up, we need the roster spot. And Lorenzo Cain had already, uh, in different areas, has spoken about the end of his career, about getting to that 10-year service mark. It was it was like this milestone. Let's get to this mark, and then we'll call it a career. So once he got there, it was kind of like okay, we we gave you the honor of uh, you know kind of hanging out and get to your 10 10-year service mark. And that uh, changes in your pension with Major League Baseball. Uh, okay, um, thanks for the service. Thanks for the service. Talk to you later. Uh, the numbers just aren't there. And and I get it. Uh, and even, I had mentioned this, go back to that series when they were in Chicago. And there was that, that drive to the gap. And I think it was between him and Hunter Renfro. But something that normally he cuts off. And not only did he not cut it off, he didn't really bend over to get the ball. And I'm not saying he was dogging it. I'm just saying that maybe age has caught up with him. And Because that, to me, was – that was – it's kind of like when Mitch Trubisky outran Clay Matthews in uh, Clay's last year as a Green Bay Packer. When Mitch Trubisky got around the outside and Clay could not close the gap and catch him, because that was always Clay's forte was catch, running down quarterbacks from behind because he had good wheels. When he couldn't catch Mr. Mitch Trubisky, I said, that's it right there. That's, that's the moment at which you say, that guy's lost it. He's lost his step. Low Kane, same thing. Ball hit into the gap. And it's not like he didn't get to it because he did. But the ball went under his glove and rolled to the wall. And it went from being what should have been just a long single. Instead, it became an RBI double. And it it just, it changed the tide of the game. And and that's when I thought, okay, I think he's lost his step. And sure enough, I think the Brewers saw the same thing. So Lorenzo Cain out as a, a Milwaukee Brewer. Not shocking
1: at all, though, Ben, right? No, and I think we talked about this yesterday, actually equated it to what Goody did with Kirk Benkert in releasing him, is it was done with total class as well from the organization mm-hmm. perspective. But yeah, not shocking. When you look on the field, I mean he just wasn't able to give you anything, even as a locker room guy, bat every once a week, maybe. But yeah, it it just wasn't there. Yeah. It it just it
0: wasn't turning around. It was just it, it was just kind of toiling there. And I give uh, I give David Stearns credit; they they got him to the ten year service mark. However, they didn't just hang on. They didn't keep saying, "Well, he's going to turn it around." Well, maybe what? No, they just said, "You know what? It's it's not happening." And if it's going to happen for him, it's not going to be here. We got we are in the midst of what we would consider to be a playoff push, and we can't afford to just let at bats and games consistently go by the wayside. So sure enough, they they picked it up, and and there you go. So I, I, I wish him the best because Lorenzo Kane, I'll say this, uh, I think he's a good guy. When he came up with the organization, he was a class act. I had a chance to interview him numerous times, see him numerous times, was always cordial, was always decent, and uh, you wish him nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. But you, it was time. It was time. So I, I give the organization credit in that aspect. Uh, so that's kind of setting the stage. When we come back, Ben, I'm going to ask you because uh, two different scenarios, one this hour, one next hour. I'm going to ask you if we were right in this. And secondly, what you would have done in this particular situation. It involves golf. So I'm sure at this point in time, you are salivating at the thought of what might be. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. The official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tomorrow night, back at it again. Went and it looks to be a good weather night. Wednesday night live at the Wisconsin State Fair Park on the Bud Pavilion. It's going to be rocking again tomorrow night. 6 o'clock, the gate's open. 7 o'clock, music starts. 10 bucks to park your car. Free admission for everybody. No charge to park a motorcycle. Stop on down and say hello. It is going to be a great night tomorrow night at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And it's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready. Glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Hey, uh, uh, kudos to our buddy Tom and the whole staff at Boondocks. Uh, over the weekend on Saturday, we did the uh, the Wisconsin Outdoor Hero Outdoors uh, ride, and man, what a terrific job they did in raising money. Over a hundred motorcycles. Uh, great party at uh, Boondocks uh, after the fact. The food was outstanding. I mean, just outstanding. So thanks to Tom. And uh, everybody from the staff and management of Boondocks uh, Barbecue Burgers and Brew uh, out there in Oconomowoc, Uh it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It, it was a really really good time. And uh, always remember that they're right there on County Road K in Oconomowoc, But uh, kudos to them. What a really good event. Breaking Cadence was fantastic. The band, but uh, but a lot of uh, a lot of compliments going out to not only the chef out there, but uh, for them and Mikey Whitcomb and all those uh, that gang. As well, uh, for organizing that event, really fun ride, beautiful ride, but really fun ride. So kudos to them. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So I put it out there. Uh, I said, for when you look at all of this, and you look at the the, the kind of c- comparison, you know, um, it, it's. Would you take Rowdy telez making one point nine four million, or a guy like Anthony Rizzo making what was it? I think sixteen million or twelve million, whatever whatever it is. But regardless, um when you look at that for the money, it's kind of like, well, I would take Rowdy Telez. You know, ten home runs, thirty nine RBI, batting average of two fifty three and a seven seventy six OPS for one point nine four million, or the Yankees paying Anthony Rizzo. For 19 home runs, 49 RBI, ten. So he's got nine more home runs, ten more RBI. He's got less. He's uh, almost what uh, 15 points lower in batting average, but uh, 80 points higher in OPS. He's making 16 million. For the money, would you take Teles or Anthony Rizzo? The one thing about Rizzo is. He does hit with runners in scoring position, his, his numbers are pretty good. And he's he's hit pretty well on the season in clutch situations. So which one would you rather have? You know? Which one would you rather have in your in, in your in your uh, fold, so to speak? He's batting two ninety-eight with runners on. Anthony Rizzo is. He's got uh, he's batting two sixty-seven with runners in scoring position, three seventy-five with the bases loaded, and he's hitting just above two thirty with runners in scoring position and two out. Which is th- those are pretty phenomenal numbers. Rowdy Tales. He's hitting with two he's hitting two eighty and three thirty three with runners in scoring position. Rowdy Telez is hitting six sixty seven with bases loaded. And with uh two out and runners in scoring position, Rowdy Telez is hitting two seventy three. His numbers are better. Think about that for a minute. That's that's pretty solid. That is really solid, actually, when you think about it. Uh, against lefties, Anthony Rizzo hitting 222, against righties, 245. Rowdy Telez against lefties, 231 and 260, uh, 260 against righties. His big difference is home and road. At home, Rowdy Telez is a manimal, hitting 312. Away, 212. Rizzo hitting at home. 254, 218 away. They're very similar. It's just the power numbers are different. The power numbers in the OPS. But if you get into the war, Roddy Telez is 0.4, Anthony Rizzo is 1.7 in war numbers. Wins above replacement. But it really does, uh, you know, if you have to think about it in terms of money. For the bargain, wouldn't you? You'd probably take Rowdy Teles, wouldn't you, Ben?
1: Yeah, definitely. Given the constraints, I guess that of uh, the Brewers face with Lorenzo Cain and Yelich making all the money that they've made, right
0: now. The thing about, don't forget, Rizzo has hit four home runs in the last five days, or last, I think, five games. I think is what it is, five games. So, he, you know, he's been on somewhat of a power surge as of late, but. Still, I mean, when you look at the numbers and the money, you'd almost say you'd... Now, defensively, Rizzo's a better defender at first base. That's hands down. I'll give that. But uh, but would you would you rather have Rowdy Tellez or Anthony Rizzo?
1: I guess, Bill, you could also look at it in terms of what happened this offseason. Would you rather have Telez and the contract they gave to McCutcheon or just have Rizzo at first base? Right. Is there ways to dice it out where, like, Telez right. makes this much and Adamus makes this much and they're both playing well, but then at the same time you obviously gave that money to McCutcheon yeah. that hasn't worked out yeah. yet. Yep. Um,
0: Anthony Rizzo, by the way, when I go back to those numbers when I was talking about this, uh, over the last seven days, Anthony Rizzo hitting four twenty nine with an OPS of 1.538. he's batting over the last 15 days. But in the last seven days, he's batting 4.29. Whereas Rowdy Telez is just batting his average. He's hitting 2.78. Over the last 15 days, he's hitting 2.75. The numbers have remained pretty steady. Nothing nothing crazy. So it's Rizzo's numbers are relevant because... They because he has really had a, a dramatic upturn over the last couple of weeks. But up until that point, you take Rowdy Tellez every damn day of the week. If Rizzo keeps this pace up, then psh, you take Rizzo hands down. But where they stand right now, I think for the money and what else you can go out and get, if you have, say, a budget to stick to, probably take Rowdy Tellez. But I will say, uh, when you look at the, the power numbers, uh, over the last 30 days, Rowdy Toles is 25 of 94 with only one home run. He hit four in the month of April and uh, six in the month of May, and since then he has not hit a home run in all of June. And that's when you figured he would. Especially when you're talking about playing in parks like American Family Field, like Great American Ballpark. You figure he would go yard at some point, and he hasn't. They have they have started pitching him low and away more and more and more. Um eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. If you want to find us, please feel free. Um, by the way. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, retiring. He's not coming back to play with Tom Brady. Not coming back. Some breaking news there from Adam Schefter. So I would assume Rob Gronkowski eventually is going to join Ryan Fitzpatrick or a cast and crew somewhere. If he, I think he's still under contract with Fox, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick today, named as part of the official Amazon Prime Thursday night football pregame Halftime report and post-game coverage. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, is going to the broadcast booth, or I I should say into the uh, broadcast studio. In the meantime, Rob Gronkowski has just officially retired, and we will find out if he ends up going back to Fox or not. We'll see. But that's also just breaking. Uh, Scott says, every day of the week I take Rowdy Teles. He seems to elevate his team at the right time. Uh, Skolander says, Are uh, you Anthony Rizzo is 10 times the player that Rowdy Telez is and a better defender. I would take him and his salary. Uh, this is from Steven. Steven says, Rowdy Telez. Uh, Paragon Pianist says, Take Anthony Rizzo. Uh, even though I hate the Yankees. <laughs> okay. 877 uh, 867 hit us up, feel free. A couple of segments to go in the program before we get out of here. Uh, this portion of the program also brought to you by our good friends over there, Burn Pit Barbecue, Burn Pit Barbecue sauce. To, look, if you're going down to Robert's Specialty Meats and you're getting some of that fine, fine, fine meat that he serves down there, whether it's a steak, whether it's ribs, whatever, or just the Al Capone roast, you want to put some rub on it, you want to put a hot sauce with it, you want to put some of that good barbecue sauce in it, go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com, burnpitbbq.com. I've been telling you about it for a while. Good, good, delicious stuff. They keep expanding, too. And they're veteran-owned, and they're based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Keep supporting them, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.